Do you comprehend the value of the bullet in your barrel? It was manufactured in an English factory using English metals. It crossed the seven seas in an English vessel. By the time it reached the barrel of your gun, it cost one pound. One pound sterling. And you would want to squander it on brown rubbish. Clear the road. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Now, you know what? We're going to talk about our time in university and... <laughs> Governor Bad Guy, McBad Guy, shoots... You don't no. need any actual just... physics or... don't. That just ruins it. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Nice. Is that was that Hindi for the greater good? No, that he had something Hindi caught in his good. throat. Nice. <laughs> I I actually thought on the fly about changing it to the podcast that explores the Bollywood film industry for the greater good. Oh, nice. Oh. Oh. However, this is not a Bollywood film, so I, that would already be erroneous. Yes, as is this podcast. This is episode <laughs> 429. 429. Um, it's not significant or anything. I just wanted to say it three times. This we Tonight, we're talking about R, R, R. 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 Is it? I mean, it's just, it's just R, R, R. It's not like triple R, like triple X, right? It's just R, 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 right? I, I that's why I read it. Yeah. Okay. Because on IMDb, all right, it's just you, you roll the tongue. Yeah. I can't. Do that. My son can do it really well because he has Spanish. Yeah. What we're doing now? We're just making our sounds like <laughs> I'm a naughty little tiger. Whoa! Wait a second. Uh oh. No, hold on. I, this I, is. This is the RRR after dark, correct? Nice. I'm on the right podcast, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I mean, there there is a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, dude on dude action in this movie and a lot of shirtless things going on. So, yeah, this can be. No, uh, no, not not totally that action. Just just bromance. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. They don't take it to any kind of bases or anything. But, um, well, you know, yeah. You know, just just sure. stop, I mean, whatever. They did take, they do go to a British base. So yeah. <laughs> arguably there is at least one base. There's at least one base. That is true. And then a uh, rebel base. Uh, so there's a few. Yeah, there are a few, few. bases. Uh, I am Sean Allred. I don't know if I've said that, but I am Sean Allred, the host of this podcast. And I'm very excited for you all to be here. Joining me tonight is Andrew uses tigers as weapons. Jimison. <laughs> Hi there. I have a cat that's name is Tiger, but I affectionately call him A-Hole. Um, because that's what he does. In the middle of the night, he jumps out of a cage and then tackles me in my sleep. Yeah. As thousands of soldiers run around. Yeah. Oh, I loved that scene. I love everything about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, what? Rama was the f- Rama, Ram, 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 Rama, Ram was the first Hawkeye vector. 
Apparently. And Sean, let me uh, let me take this motorcycle and do uh, Captain America here and throw it at you. So, okay. That, yeah. That's it? Really? Just the, the really of all of the ways that people die. All the things, you know, you you've already been attacked by cats, you know, you've you've, you've there's so snake. many ways to die in this movie. You know, I I'd, I'd take the uh the uh the S&M whip and uh and just rip rip the neck open, I guess. But that that second whip. Why did she just have that? Um, you know what? Don't judge. People have their kinks. That's I mean, I don't want to kink shame, Whatever. but like uh, you know, I mean and she was well, they were both my, so turned on by that scene. It was this really This was my second time viewing this movie, and I actually noticed this time around that um uh not Rom, the other guy, I can never remember their names, Akbar. Beam? Um Beam. Beam. Yeah. Was it Beam that was whipping him? I thought Beam no. was the guy getting Rom, Rom was Rom. he was Rom the one holding Rom was, was holding the whip. And I saw him take the whip and put his hand on it and then kind of go like this with, with the uh with the one with all the nails. So I'm like buddy, I you know, you kinda ruined the effect there if uh if you're doing that with your hand. So Mm. so and, yeah anyway and making her cheap seat reviews debut is marie load where's my applause shoot <laughs> the cult uh, this is what she asked me to put this was in her writer ladies and gentlemen oh, okay curious host of the alt pop repeat pop culture historian podcast Two very different long. things, but that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you nailed it. Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you for coming to the show. Oh, I didn't even say your last name. Uh, Nicola. Uh, Marie Nicola. Thank you so yes. much for coming. No problem. I am a pop culture historian, and I'm on a show called Alt Pop Repeat. So those are two little things. So if you want to talk about... Um, just the random things that have happened in history or where, why we do certain things in, in mainstream culture we do today. I'm your girl that's going to tell you that. Um, I'm also the one that's going to be telling you about shows like movies like RRR when they first come out. <laughs> yeah, this, this whole movie was a word of mouth movie. It really was. Cause all of a sudden I started hearing, you've got to see this thing. You've got to, you got to check it out because it's going to blow your mind. And, uh, oh. I'm glad we were able to get it on the list for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is one of those, it's one of those lifetime, once in a lifetime films. And it is definitely what I would consider to be a true popcorn movie. It is pure entertainment. It is <laughs> high paced action from the moment it starts to three hours later when the movie <laughs> ends. And when you hear that it's a three hour movie, when you start with this, it's like, there is always a twinge of concern but if you just trust in other people, you trust what they're saying, and you go along with it, my oh. God, ain't it a ride? <laughs> yeah, it is a three-hour movie. It is a three-hour ride, yeah. And and it, it does Bucky. feel that way. Yes. What? It felt oh, like it, a 15-minute film for me. I was, like, in it till the bitter end. I'm not saying end. it was bad. I'm not saying no. it was bad, but it no. certainly felt it, like three hours. It, it it didn't it didn't help my cause that um, as I explained earlier to Marie that there was some poor time management on my own part, and so <laughs> I didn't get a chance to I didn't get a chance to sit and watch this in one viewing. This took where did where did you cut it by the way where did you end up stopping? So all right so the uh, the first hour that I watched uh, what is today Wednesday so it was Monday night. Uh, I watched the first hour so basically it was up till. 
so we were introduced, right? So we have the opening scene, and then we're introduced the the first character, the 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 um the hero of the jungle, the the king of the jungle, right? And then yeah. the do what? Yeah, beam. Yes, thank you. And and then we're introduced uh, Rama, and we know what his he's a. And we have that awesome scene where he beats up like a thousand guys out in <laughs> you know in the desert, whatever, right? And and then they have that awesome scene on the bridge. So after yeah. that, I was like, oh, I need a minute. So that's where I cut the first one. And then the yeah, second, yeah. So then today at lunch, my hour at lunch, I, I watched until we had the uh, the scene where we start to get backstory on on Ram, where we learn about his dad, you know, be, you know, being a, a leader, yeah. the gun and the thing. So I watched literally as the flashback starts. That was my break. And then tonight, uh, an hour and a half before we air, we started recording is when I started the last hour, which was that point on. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So I, that was, that was un- unfortunately, and I, and I do think that doing it that way did a little bit disservice, but it did allow me plenty of time to think about the first two parts. <laughs> of the movie. Well, uh, Sean, I, now we, we talk about the 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 RRR as a title, but what exactly is this movie? Oh, well, thank you for for that, Andrew. Please tell us what it is because this is this is hilarious for a three hour movie that's about all of the things that this movie is about. This is a comically short IMDb read. A fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't really tell you that much. <laughs> Tells you nothing. Leaves a lot to the imagination. Except that this is this movie wanted you to know up front that this is a fake story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which which kind of cracks me up because I I it makes me wonder, did they test this with white audiences, with American audiences, and they're like, is this how it really happened? Uh, well, we have no idea, uh, at least in American uh, history, well, uh, world history in our schools, we didn't spend a lot of time in India. No, so, because America didn't go over there and, and do anything. So right. we're just kind of, you know, if we didn't touch it, it wasn't important, apparently. So this is one of those things that somebody's grandmother sees this on Facebook and thinks that it's real um, and then starts sharing it, you know. They That's think it's sorry, real Grandma. in, in yeah. what way? I mean, it is based on actual heroes and it is based on mythology, um, but in a it's completely true. fabricated and and uh, fictional well, way. Well, yeah. that's why I'm so glad you're here, because I have so many questions about, about this <laughs> in terms of where did this come from? You, you mentioned heroes. And I'm like, you know, obviously these guys at some point they're superheroes. Yeah. Right. And it's it's yeah. mythic in in what they do and, and how they're able to do it. I always thought it was just a, a you know I didn't know this before, but I thought it was a Bollywood style, um, over the top Indian movie. Um, but I yeah I'm interested to hear a little bit of the history behind it because these two guys are are kind of insane. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know you know at, we talk about movies and we talk about how each movie gives you the rules, right? And how there are some movies where 
they they bend the rules that they give. And this this one did have me confused at parts as, as whether they were, you know, some sort of forest god and and I don't know sharpshooter god. I don't know what he would be, but um, it was interesting. Um, well, like yes, kind of. So one of them is based on a very famous rebel who did rise up against the British. And he's often depicted as this warrior. And he's the warrior that we saw most closely resembles um, is what Rom turned into. He was the one. He's the sharpshooter. In the end, you see him dress up and he has his bow and arrow in his hands. He can't miss a shot. Um, so he is actually based on an actual um, historical figure. Um, so basically, it's like there's two real life Indian rebels. One is Aluri Siddharama Raju, which is played by Rom. Ram, okay. Um, and then we have Kom- Komaram Beam, who actually is also is played by N.T. Rama Rao, which is gets me sets me up where the two R names, which is why we have the title RR, and we'll get that in a second. But these two like um, heroes actually never met in person, and there is also some other pieces to it which are bringing in the stories of um, Hanuman and. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to remember the other one. I wrote them down in notes, but I don't know if I'm going to get to it. Ramanyana and the Mahabharata. Bharata, yes. Um, so those are two mythical stories and two actual heroes. But they're kind of like all loosely intertwined together. In real life, <laughs> the two heroes never met. Um, they're... <laughs> So there's like, they play around with the stories a little bit so that it's not linear in any which way. So um, that's kind of what makes it kind of, it, the whole thing fun because you're watching it and you're like, oh, this is a really great buddy action flick. I'm really into it. I love where it's going. The action is nonstop. And then you get to the very end and there's that moment where you're like, oh, shoot, is 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 he a god? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the statue oh, and yeah. uh, Beam looks at the and statue. And they put the, and the like, paint on the face and yeah. 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 But there, he's like, oh yes, that, that's, 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 that's my friend. And he takes the bow and arrow and gives it to his friend. And the next thing you know, Rom is like dressed in like this very. <laughs> god status activated. Yeah. God status was yeah. actually, exactly. He leveled up. He got the bow and yeah. arrow in his hands, and he. But it makes sense because his dad was training him with the gun, and you know the right. my middle you know, that, for the show. That's that's one thing that I thought that we never really saw was his sharpshooter skills, right? I mean, um, other than when he's a kid, and, and he's when he's kind of well, yeah, and when he's practicing later on, but we never see it really put to use other than with the bow, mm-hmm. right? There was a handgun time when he shot the guy about to shoot uh, Beam with the little girl. Um, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was about, but that was a handgun. That wasn't a rifle for sure. Yeah. Well, okay, hang in there. <laughs> he did sharpshoot about forty dudes in the escape attempt while he's riding the right ship the of his friends. So, okay, yeah, that's that true. When he's I riding totally on his shoulder. about that. <laughs> Like, I couldn't make those shots standing still with the guy standing still, and he's on a guy's shoulders, one right. hand with his wife. With broken kneecaps. Yeah. Or broken he, legs or something. 
And he, sh- okay. And then whenever he's a child and he picked up a gun for the first time, he made that impossible shot. Yeah. And then there was obviously he shot the British soldiers that were threatening his village. And then the very dramatic scene in which he <laughs> had to shoot his dad, which yeah. is very sad. That was yeah. sad. And I was not expecting that. Not just shoot yeah. him, but blow him up. Up, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, let's let's pull it back in. Sean, do we want to do our five words? Yeah, let's go ahead and do before our five we, words. Before I mean, we jump into too too much here. Well, I was I was enjoying a little bit of the history lesson there because yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we kind of joking, you know, Marie, a little bit earlier about, but for real, like, I mean, I took world history, excuse me, I took Western history in college. It was basically, you know, this is, well, it was, it's white people history, right? It's Anglo-Saxon, you know, European history. I didn't take, um, world history was offered in high school, but I didn't take it. I took world geography because it clashed with another class that I wanted. So I took world geography. Uh, no, the band was actually clashed with uh, drafting two. Uh, anyway, my I had a draft. I took drafting one. My teacher you was took like, drafting over band. No, I took band over draft. I took drafting one okay, and drafting sorry. two. I was like, he was like, who hey, you? Have a you? For this. You know, I was like, yeah, but band is more important. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. If I had a choice between band and drafting. Yeah. I mean. It would never Marie, this, 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 well, this I remember being very upset in the seventh grade when uh, we had three choices. We had art, band, and home ec. And they canceled the art program, and I had to choose between home ec and band. And at the time, I was very upset because I did not want to take band. And I didn't want to be in with all the the gross girls uh, doing home ec, which is dumb now if you think about it. It, yeah. it would have been amazing. Um, but I wanted art so bad, wasn't able to get it. Yeah, I yeah. I was uh, yeah. I was the nerd that skipped fifth period, the period before band, and then came back for band. Yeah, you know I don't My, think I ever told you guys this. We, Marie, we went to the three of us went to college together, um, but uh, I was offered a full scholarship, full ride scholarship to be a male cheerleader, and I turned it down because it interfered with hot. marching band. Whoa. Really? Uh, well, yeah, of is course. This, yeah. You couldn't, Wait, where, you couldn't is this be an in the marching band yeah. and Are you be serious? a cheerleader. I'm serious. And oh and I gosh. thought well, I was gonna I was gonna be a band director, so I thought there's no way I can be a male cheerleader. But well, thinking back now, the opportunities I missed, you know. <laughs> None of this sounds real. I don't know what's happening right now. No, it's true. After the movie we just watched, I'm questioning everything. <laughs> <laughs> These are beautiful stories. I'm privileged to be here present for these tales. So thank you so much for sharing them with me. I mean, I've known Andrew 20 years and this is the first time I've ever heard this. So, yeah. Were you cheerleader in high school? No, that's the thing. I just, I had a really good friend from high school who was on the cheerleading team and they needed male cheerleaders. Yeah. And I was offered a full, full scholarship and I said, no, I can't do it. But uh, I activated my God status on the sousaphone. So there you on go. The phone. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My first boyfriend was very proud of the fact that I played sousaphone in high school. I was a bachelor of music student. I was studying opera and I just, and by the time I got to fourth year, I was like, dude, you got to give it up. That was like grade 12. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're graduating university at this point. I'm a literal opera singer. Like I don't give, I, I don't care. <laughs> give up the sousaphone. 
we got to move on to other things. And then he went to Flugelhorn. There was yeah, a brief flug- tent. Yeah. He played that. Yeah. It's like, okay, now we have yeah. to break up because all of the instruments that you're bringing up, like, these are not cool. We got to oh, go. Oh. We gotta move on. <laughs> what she's saying, guys, is that the three of us would not have made it. in. Uh, no, in- no. It's true. Look. Um, well, she's vo- she's a, she was a vocal major. I mean, we she know how, how they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The three of us are brass players. Andrew, <laughs> Sam and I both play euphonium, and Andrew plays tuba. <laughs> hey, look, you need brass you in do. a good orchestra. That's right. There you go. I played. I did play flute. <laughs> I don't think I'm really helping the stereotype for being a singer at this point. <laughs> I played piano and flute and sang, and I sang in jazz band too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like really big. Band was a very large part of my life. Music was a major part of it. Yeah. Let me ask one more band-related question to all of you. Did anybody ever have a drum set where they took a tray and flipped it over? uh, You know, maybe at a party, and they used the tray as a as a drum. No. You're all you're all looking at me like this is nuts. Did you you saw this part in the movie? We watched the same movie, right? Oh, oh, during the dance oh, sequence. Right. Sorry, very... I was I was trying to nachos. swerve this. Yeah, I was trying to nachos. swerve this back over to the to the movie. Oh, you're right. <laughs> our, 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 we're like, no, you know what? We're going to talk about our time in university and talk about how unforgivably cool we all were. For those of you, <laughs> for those of you just listening, uh, the three blank stares that I got when I asked this question was it was a little <laughs> appalling. It took me a second to realize what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. It was like palpable. It was like a stare that you could hear in a way. I'm sure that they all got the wait a minute. Yeah. Is this? And yeah. my brain is going through. I'm like, wait, are we going back to the the <laughs> nacho? I, thought, I don't want to say the nacho nacho scene, but the dance I sequence. I thought it was a, an intro to another drinking story. Is is what I thought it was going <laughs> no. to go into. <laughs> It was my failed so. attempt to to put us back on track here. I'm sorry. You did a great job of it. You brought us back on track. We we're now in the dance sequence, and now I'm thinking that this is essentially to me. We talked about this movie in so many different little pieces that I'm sure anybody who's listening to the show is probably thoroughly confused at this point. <laughs> yeah. But well, RRR is it, it's an action movie without compare, but it does harken 80s action films in a really delightful way. And the fact that there's a whole dance, a song and numbers sequence in it, and it doesn't really feel out of place. It's so bizarre to me where I'm like, I was listening to a podcast and someone mentioned that it was like Rambo with a, <laughs> with a song dance sequence in the middle. And I, Musical I Rambo. don't disagree. Yep. There is a, there is a, a moment in that, that, that dance scene where they are still dancing Mm-hmm. behind i think it's her or something but they are grinning like like fools still dancing while she's arguing with the guy about their dancing yeah. and it's yeah. every time both times i've seen that it just absolutely makes me crack up they're just oh it was great they're Such just having scene. the best time in life they are they're bros for life you know <laughs> they, they yep. are bros and somebody's uh <laughs> siri just siri out. decided siri to go <laughs> I'm sure there's oh, a lot of people that also don't understand, but we'll get to it. Andrew, why don't you give us your five-word review? <laughs> okay. So I didn't really have a five-word review, but if you've listened to the show more than one episode, you know that I don't stick to five words anyway. Um, <laughs> could there be any more TNT in that room? Um, that's one review. And then um, 
my my real review is every time I thought this movie was over, it had another hour to go. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, the the chapters I, I did kind of feel like I was reading a book visually because there were chapters that came to a close and then we keep going with the story. And you know how you watch a film and you're like, I want to know what happens to the, you know, to the character. And you either get a sequel and you find out, or sometimes you don't, you're just kind of left to your imagination. This one gives us every ending you could ever want. Um, and, and completely closes the story on, closes the lid on this book, uh, or the cover on this book. Um, at the very end. And if you continued watching uh, at the very end, we, we get to what we assume are the end credits and it's a little dance number. And then in there, there are little post credit scenes or mid credit <laughs> scenes within the dance number. Um, so honestly, you, you get to like hour 14 and you're like, okay, um, <laughs> we're, we've got to be done now, but it keeps going. Did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. I had a great, great time with this. Um, I didn't know what to expect because I'd never heard of this. And as Sam said, it is kind of a word of mouth movie. And I heard it from you guys. We're watching it for the podcast. It's the first I heard of it. And uh, I heard it's three hours long. And I thought, oh, dear God, what are we <laughs> what are we getting ourselves into? But uh, I didn't have a bad time during that three hours. You know, there was never a moment where I was bored. Um, I, I did get a little distracted because I always watch when we watch movies for the show, I put the subtitles on the closed captioning and the captioning a lot of times read something different than what they were actually, uh, saying on the screen. Now, did you, so, did you do it in English with English subtitles or did you do it? I did. Okay. I did. And that's probably the, the issue, um, yeah. because of the, uh, I think the film was, originally recorded in hindi uh or no believe it or not the hindi is even dubbed is it um, yeah. and, and there's what a big controversy it? whether netflix they, they didn't release it with its it's not common uh sound what do you call it common language um i don't remember what it was called but hindi is not because i watched it in hindi the second time thinking i was going to watch it in its original language and you, they're still dubbed like they're still not exactly oh, wow. saying what but when they but when they go into native tongue because they need to in the movie then yeah. they like they do and the songs are still native yeah so you so you get the subtitles for the for the so you can read what the song is singing about and the song that's another thing the songs are stories i mean they're they're telling stories in these songs it's not just a Mm-hmm. You know, I, who was it we had as a guest and we talked about musicals and how we hated some musicals that just told stories about eating a bagel or whatever. Oh, uh, um, uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim Film Rage. Yeah, yeah Jim from yeah. Film Rage. And and I agree with him. But this one told a story. It continued telling what we were it, watching and, and gave us background and gave us history. And, as and we it was watching. freaking catchy. Like, yeah, it, it's. Oh my gosh, the songs in this are just so good. And I I don't know, I, I never listened to this in English, but the subtitles crack me up on the on the song <laughs> because it's just so outlandish. And it's just, you know, are these two guys ever going to to uh fight? Are they ever going to, you know, you've got a clash of, of fire and water? It's just it's it's a perfectly 
descriptive song of what's like you said of, of what's happening it's almost like yeah. it's almost like the audience is singing what we're, we're we're anticipating and what we're thinking about in that scene i think yeah it's important to listen to the music because it is and read those subtitles on it because like you said it does reveal plot points you don't <laughs> want to miss it you can't yeah. really turn away because um how the way that um rajamuli directs his film so ss rajamuli being the um, the director of the film, the way that he paces it is that every 15 to 20 minutes, there's an action sequence and he yeah. builds action movies that are, that hinge on fundamental emotions that we as individuals can relate to. And quite often it's, it's hinging on revenge. So every time you, as you're watching your way through it, it's like a new revenge sequence. It's always revenge or sorrow or something. But again, it always feels that one main thing, revenge, but 15 to 20 minutes, he does uh, an action sequence so that, you never really get comfortable. So when you're supposed to f start feeling bored and a typical mainstream Hollywood movie in this film, you don't. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh no, now they're not friends anymore. Oh no, now he, is he going to shoot him? Is he going to abandon him? Like they, they have this very, and then it's like a love story. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got, it's got it everything in it. Have you seen other movies by the director? I have not, obviously. Um, if if he does movies like this, I might have to check some more out because, like you said, I this There's was a fun, another one. fun one to go through. He has um, a movie that is called uh, what is it? Ba. Oh, I'll find it. Oh, is that the other one on Netflix? Bahubali. 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 And there's three yeah. of them, and they're on Netflix. Okay, I'll have to check it out because this this absolutely was a ride uh, and a strange, strange ride. But, I, you know, I gauge movies on showing me things that I haven't seen before. And I can't tell you how many times this movie surprised me with 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 its antics um, and, <laughs> and gave you stuff you just never see. You never see. I loved it. Look, we're... And if there's anything that we could do right now, we really have to emphasize the fact that we watched a film. Again, it's it's Tollywood. It's not Bollywood. It's from the south southern part of India. Um, the language they speak okay. in it is um, Telu Tel Telugu. Sorry, I'm going to say it wrong. Okay. But again, I didn't look at the pronunciation for it before. Um, so there are many different areas of film in India, considering the size of it and the population of it. It's very surprising to think that they have so many districts, but Tollywood and SS Rajamuli, what the, he has done to get it on the map. In fact, he has, I believe, out of the top five Indian films, top five grossing Indian films, I believe he occupies three of those spots. Wow. If not four. Well, I and, didn't say now, it. like James Cameron. For us. Yeah. 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 Imagine <sighs> if, if he would, he well, would get Canadian, in charge of it. So a... Is it for you? Like, I think it's for us. Imagine if he'd get, the get scene. a hold of like a, a Marvel project or something. Um, that would be, that would be insane. I yeah. think he would be best suited for where, <laughs> call me crazy, but <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Fast and Furious. Oh, I, we need I more of those. Yeah. <laughs> because of just the, the wholesomeness of like the foundational plot line of the plot point of the family. family. Yeah. 
friendship. Um, also, the the reliance on very outlandish, over the top action sequences. Um, <laughs> and they what? need to do outlandish? something. Now what are you talking about? That uh, there wasn't anything outlandish in this movie. It was what are you all talking about? reality. The well, I always pick up two... motorcycles and throw them. I, it's a great way to lose weight, you know. Um, very expensive, but, though. None of my, these times my, with recession, but. You know, my favorite moment think, of the motorcycle toss was when he kicked it and flipped it in the air and then he just held it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's one thing to have the strength to use like momentum to, you know, like he's just holding it. It's just in his air. And he's like, oh, there's a guy over there. I'm going to throw it at the tree. Like he held him a motorcycle. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I'm going to. I'm gonna... Bring it back. Sorry. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm going to wind back a little bit to a point that uh, that you guys were making, but you guys were on a roll and I'm just enjoying the conversation. Back to the songs and how they tell a story. And Marie already kind of made the, the point of like, this is like an 80s like action kind of throw. It almost reminded me uh, some of the wire work, you know, kind of reminds me of that like 80s style uh, kind of Chinese, you know, Chinese uh, kick fury as I kick call fury. It. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. But but it, but the with the with the fact that the songs are part of the plot, it reminded me of like those 80s songs where they put like um, <laughs> Like Convoy, right? They sing the song Convoy in the movie Convoy, which is telling okay. you the story of Convoy. Yeah. And now that's way more dumb, in my opinion, than this, because this seemed like it was done in earnest, right? Like we're, yeah. you know, we need to tell you some b- backstory. And instead of just having someone tell you what's happening, we're going to sing it. And I thought that was really, a, really a lot of fun. But see, it wasn't even backstory, though. Like a lot of the songs were were almost like i said audience reactions it was you know what are we going to see what are we going to you know when is this when are they going to find out each other and and turn on each other when will the bloodshed happen and it's that was just strange strange to me yeah i was here for it yeah me too go ahead marie you look like you have something uh, actually why don't you go ahead and do your five word review okay it's not my five word review is not that glamorous. I mean, I was working, I was trying to get something like really good for you. Um, <laughs> but I, I, in the end, I just had to say, you know what? I wasn't going to, I made a pact. I wasn't going to talk about how this entire action film decolonizes action films. I was like, I'm not going to go political on this one. <laughs> I'm going to be very straightforward. I called it, which it does do, but that's not it. I called it a rampaging bromance, threatening American cinema. Oh, there you go. Boom. Uh, yeah. Boom. Okay. Wow. Drop the mic, but I won't because that I need it's it. Your, yeah, it's your microphone. <laughs> if you look break. Well, and and I agree with you. Imagine if this thing would have been in the theaters. I would have I would have totally gone to see this after with the word of it, mouth it had. Oh, it, it is right amazing now. to see on the big screen. Yeah. Well, it's this is it's right the now. highest grossing Indian film of all time. Right. Yeah. Is it really? hundred million dollars? And you know what? They're actually right now. Um, Today, I believe they did uh, another ticket sale for another screening, I believe at the IMAX at the Chinese Theater in Los Angeles. The tickets sold out in like 95 seconds. Yeah. I can, uh, I it was 938 it. seats. Uh, yeah, imagine this in are, IMAX, too. Wow. I know. Imagine all of this in IMAX. Yes, I would love to see that. 
Yeah, so um, according to IMDb, I had a budget of... Oh, I'm sorry. We're, and we're talking I was going to say they're, they're pushing it for a... Um, they're pushing it for an Oscar push. So they're, they've submitted it for best international picture, I think, or best picture that's not in an English language. Uh, might as well let's put it up head to head to some of those, those other films. I mean, Parasite and, won best picture and it wasn't yeah. speaking. So yeah, I, I feel like this slight difference with it is that this is, I mean, from what, I know for from our experiences watching film and like growing up, probably watching action movies, is that there is this earnestness and a simplicity to the story that is wholly entertaining and it definitely keeps you engaged. And I have nothing but love for this film. I could watch it a thousand times over. Um, but when they're looking for best picture push, I think they want to go in a little bit cautious because how often are we seeing an action film like this that's competing at at the best picture level yeah. arguably there has been some films that have been in best picture that i'm like eh. i mean titanic i i still am a little confused over that one because <laughs> i mean it was just a cute story for the most part um but best picture i don't know uh but they're putting it up for best uh, international feature film um they are going to try for best picture i have it in my notes here best director best actor and uh, definitely, I'm a part of this bandwagon. I'm like, what are, what do I need to do to help this happen? Yeah. Well, how, how do we get it in theaters? Because, you know, it, should it win, maybe it will. Maybe it'll get over there. I'd love to see it in my theater here. Yeah. Well, it, it released uh, in uh, America, U.S., the Americas, I should say, in March of this year, of 2022, I should say. Mm-hmm. So it has a, it has a gross... Uh, uh, um, Box office gross of eleven million dollars here. Uh, so it wasn't widespread, then I'm guessing. No, worldwide it made a hundred and two million. Yeah, but yeah. here it only made eleven million. But again, they didn't have. Of course, they're they're. I don't I don't know what the um. Is it the what, what's the denomination the money for India? Is it the rupees? Is it rupees? rupees? Yeah. So this movie had a three and a half trillion rupee budget. I don't know what that means. <laughs> sixty-nine million U.S. Nice. Only wait a second. Only sixty-nine million. Yeah, it was the most expensive for a Bollywood or for a Hollywood film. This was the most um, expensive. But I get that. Feature. There's a lot of practical effects. There's well, a lot of explosions. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of I'm, I am surprised at how low that is. Actually, for the uh-huh. quality of this film. Yeah. Really, the cracks don't really show until about the third act, the last act there, where you, you kind of get some CGI issues. Yeah. But the first two and a half hours of this film are, you know, feels like a $100 million, $150 million film. This, I mean, this honestly, is, you're right. The first time that I, I mean, yeah, even the animals are CGI, but you don't, yeah, you don't, they yeah. don't feel it. Like, they still feel real enough. And the only time where I was like, ooh, that's bad, was when... Uh, Governor Bad Guy, McBad Guy, shoots. Scott. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like mine better. He when he shoots the car and it like does like a, a really awkward physics barrel roll and flings her out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Th- that looked really janky. But everything else here's this is honestly this is as far as the 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 making of the movie. My only complaint is that. Everything in this movie is cranked to a level to ten. Right? <laughs> the action, yeah, eleven, the yeah. dancing, yeah. the art, the all of it is ten. The one thing that was at a one was sound design for me. Mm. 
I wanted to hear when things got punched, I wanted to be punched in the face with the sound. When he's on a motorcycle, that thing doesn't make noise. I've never heard a quiet motorcycle. When they're driving the truck that uh, Marie has the scene in her, in her background there, but the truck, when they crashed through the barricade and turned to let out all the animals, mm-hmm. that was the quietest lorry I have ever heard in my life. I wanted, yeah. it, I, I'm wearing my really expensive headphones. I'm like, where is the sound design for this movie? So, I mean, I guess they spend it on, on CGI tigers and deer and things, but that was honestly, yeah. that's kind of my only complaint as far as the making of the movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. The, but at 69 million, sense. that they they stretched their rupee on that for sure. That's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and keep in mind too is that they do a lot of focus on music. So yeah. a lot of the music, the sounds, the alliteration that's happening in it, or the musicality in the background is quite often in tandem or not replacing, but it's it complementary with what's happening on screen. So it's that's kind of like a, a really interesting way of looking at it because from I mean North American perspective, I completely and absolutely agree with you because I have like a beautiful sound system in my living room. I love having big audio when I watch movies and television. And I agree with you. It was missing that piece. Like I yeah. I wanted to be truly and absolutely immersed in it. But the more I watched it, the more that I started to realize is that the the timbre of the soundtrack itself mm-hmm. was quite often making up for that audio design. And yeah. whether or not I agree with it or not, it's that's just the way it's done. It, it, um, it's yeah. probably because that like you said, that's what we are used to. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah. we're used to okay, forgive me, Marie. Please don't come through the camera <laughs> and punch me in the throat. I would but, never. I would never. Yeah, until I say what I'm about to say. But the closest thing that we have to this kind of movie is 300 in Zack Snyder. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, like a you know uh, a very historically over the top telling of a historical thing, but it's without very... the music videos. Right. Well, that whole movie, that well, whole movie is basically a music video in a in a yeah, movie. it really is. Yeah. But my point is, is that that movie sound design is in your face. I mean, every stab, every swish of the sword, like everything again is, is to 11. So that's what we're used to. So when I'm watching this movie, my brain is telling me, Hey, this is kind of like a Zack Snyder movie where I'm expecting everything to be here. And everything was except sound design. So, and you know, and it was, well, I'm I'm interested I'm, I'm, to see too the, some of these other movies that he directs if it's the same way if if it's a style yeah. a style issue or or a style that maybe Indian audiences um, appreciate more than we do. I mean, we even the three of us or Andrew, you weren't here when we did uh, 420 something episodes ago when we did 13 no uh, 13 Assassins I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were all kind of like. These guys aren't good actors. And then we found out that like three of them were nominated for the Japanese Academy of Arts. Yeah. Like, oh, they're acting the way that they do it. They're it's different than what we're used to. Well, but, it, it, we need we do need to talk about how the actors in this film emote. And I mean, you talk about emotions and facial expressions showing emotions. Yeah. It's unflippin' amazing that 
you know, the like you mentioned before, Marie, the the rage, right? The revenge and the, you know, the holding in the 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 anger that they have and and showing like, it all on their face it just it's it's overacting in our style but it works in this film it absolutely works right this is a if i could you know, get closer to my camera right now i would just try and like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the eye twitch too right <laughs> and i've got a little i'm a titch a little bit of botox in my forehead so like bear with me for a, just not a lot because i don't really need it i did it just to know what it felt like but i don't think i can twitch so much <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening you're really gonna have to find the youtube video on this one yep <laughs> perfect oh but yeah just again another thing dialed up to 11 um that uh that 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 I appreciated in this film. All right, who hasn't gone? Stan, what's your five word review? Oh sure, um, I've got two, and it's a um, big, beautiful mess of a film. Now, when I say mess, don't don't think that I'm blasting it. I'm just saying they threw the kitchen sink at this film in terms of every possible twist, turn, story arc. Um, angry British guy, angry Indian was all in this movie. Um, and, uh, and my second one is bigger, beautiful messier of a film. Um, only because you have to go to 11, right? You got to, uh, you got to, to go all out this. I I'm, I'm so glad I was able to get this on our list because I, and I almost wish we could watch this together because I think with an audience, and and with us together, we would have had so much fun with this film. And as I mentioned before, there's so many different things that you've never seen before. Um, you know, you've got the guy on his shoulders doing the fight, uh, breaking out of the prison. Um, you've got um, the arrows, right? And all the different ways he's killing people with the arrows, catching one in the air, Um you know, the one almost getting the guy in the eye and then he turns and he hits it again. It goes through his ear. Um, you've got the, the, the tiger cat, the catching of the tiger. Uh, it's just, there's so many scenes in this film that we could just sit here and talk about all night and, and, and just be like, Oh yeah, that was amazing. That was really cool how they did this and how they did that. And, um, I just appreciate it. I really appreciated this film. And, you know, we tried to do a December full of fun movies, and I'm so glad this one tagged on at the very end here, even though we're in <laughs> January now, um, because this this makes me smile. This is well, one of yeah. those that's just makes your heart kind of beat a little extra lighter and a little harder um, coming out of it. So well, it's when, fun. When I was uh, in negotiation with Marie's agent about how we were <laughs> <laughs> it was just really just me with a different name. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to spoil that. Jeez. Pull back the curtain. I mean, we are talking with a Miss, a former Miss Toronto. Okay. So I know. Just, exactly. You're, you're kind I'm of like the most famous person you've had on the podcast. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> uh, what did I say? Oh, my point was is that we, uh, I got I got lost in my own thought there about the Miss Toronto part. Is that you, um, I said, hey, like for real, I want to have you on the podcast and you're like, okay. And then this, this thing came up and you're like, this is the movie. This is the one we have to do. And I said, let's do this January. Let's do it the first week of January. We're going to come, you know, we're going to start cheap seat reviews 
2023 with this film. I'm so it's the only way it could have been that much better is if we would have saved it a week because next week we celebrate our nine year anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nine years. You know what? This is just the this is just the opening event. This is the pre show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, yeah. we're we're setting the bar pretty high. We are, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see because ne- next week we go in a different direction. But we'll get to that. <laughs> later. We'll get to that. Later. Sometimes that's just not, as fun. Which where are you doing your like robot? What is it? N- Nazi Hitler in the center of the. Robot no, Hitler in the center of the earth? No, we're not doing a, a, a um, Iron Sky 3. Iron Sky. Oh, is there Iron Sky yeah. 3 now? I don't oh, think God, so. I hope not. Oh. No, I don't think so. I think Iron Sky Stone 2. Stone Cold? Stone Cold's a great film. We're we're, oh, we're doing Little Shop of Horrors next week. Oh, that's ah! a great little film. I know it is. I'm just saying, it's the opposite of this. That is <laughs> true. Point. Yeah. 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 I mean, is there a musical number in both? Yes. Is uh, there a, a story of, of friendship? Yes. Is there some murder that happens in both? Yes. <laughs> Dude, when that lady gets her, when the mom gets her head hit with the stick, holy crap, oh. did that wake me up to okay. this movie, by the way. So, uh, wow. And that's when I sent you a message. Uh, and I just said, good Lord, what movie am I watching? <laughs> Um, and I thought she was dead. I thought she was yeah, too. And surprise. Yeah, surprise. Spoiler. <laughs> she's still there. Uh, she's at the end of the movie, and which I is know. great. Uh, because really you know this that happened. Really, like, that movie, was resurrect. <laughs> this movie has a happy ending, and there are not too many films where you're like every character that you care about is still here. Yeah, that's true. You know. Except we do have a bit of a hopping man. Did you notice that, Sean? I did not. Oh, what's, who, who? The the lady interest pretty much disappears. Jennifer or Jenny? Jenny. Yeah. You're right. Yep. She is our hopping man. For those that don't well, know what that means, uh, a hopping man is a is a trope that we created for the podcast where a movie introduces a character and then gives us zero resolution and some <laughs> literally just disappears. I mean, she's dancing and singing at the last the song and dance number, but in terms of the story, she disappears at, at pretty much. She does give him what information about the jail to to help uh, help him break out Ram from the prison. Yeah, but that's the last time we see her. That's right? the last time we see her. Yeah, she's she does choose to conspire against her uncle, Governor Scott, who's evil, and his wife, who interestingly wait, enough, wait, wait, they're played, evil. I didn't realize they were evil in this movie. Yeah. There's there's nothing well, that tricky. they did to show us that they were evil. I mean, nothing I at all. They like besides the fact that they are literally <laughs> twirling their mustaches <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh my they gosh. Are, they are um they are incredible and the fact <laughs> that they are just so absolutely awful and calm like it's just comical how bad they are well all the british uh, are though aren't they i mean all the british are just yeah idiots they're just and, yeah. and marie i think you were about to say this but she oh. is our indiana jones connection right yes yeah. i was gonna say because she's elsa yeah. in indiana jones yeah oh my and the last crusade oh. i didn't uh, realize that either where she was what yeah. the german uh oh, in, interest God. Right, but she, yeah, she was the one that was bad in one of the. Was she the she? Yeah, the Nazi. Um, yeah, 
Now, one thing I didn't, I don't know. I thought she was miscast a little bit only because it felt like she had a lot of work done. If you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like 1925, you know, British probably hasn't had that much good plastic surgery. I, w- I would think. Um, I mean, that- was it good? If you could tell. I had to tell you about my Botox. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, I that's it. the only thing, you know, just trying to find little nitpicks here and there. It's that's that's a nitpick for me. Um, yeah, that's it. it. It's like, but it's also like in, in a space of fantasy. I mean, we are talking about the same film in which the first time that our two main characters see each other. <laughs> Is during a very tense moment when they're literal miles apart. One is on top of a bridge, the other is in the crowd, and a train crashes, and they have to conspire with each other through his eyesight alone. Right. A very complicated plan to rescue a young child fisherman. And they, just from a few gestures, they just yes, understand I'll totally completely understand. what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then it's like, they have that moment, as we can see in your background, where they have that like that predator lock hands, you son of a bitch, like moment where they're like, <laughs> like one's holding the patriotic flag that protect him from the flames, and the other is like, and with the other hand is holding his new best friend. And then from then on, it's like, but the the action sequence, they don't need to make sense. That it needs no. You don't no. need any actual just, physics or don't that just ruins it. All we want <laughs> is the craziness, the spectacle spectacle of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm willing to accept that as a possible oper- like possible, you know, sequence of the film, I think I can accept that she's got some work done. <laughs> I don't think it really destroys yeah. it too too much. But there's some pretty insidious parts in the film, like you know, the the part where they liken uh, the value of the life of an Indian citizen to less than a pound. Yeah. 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 Or or the simple fact that at the very beginning of the film, she looks at the girl and she goes, I want this for a mantelpiece. And he throws down, what, two rupees or or something. Whatever I mean, they just, are. Yeah. Whatever they are. And you're like, OK, so we're diving into slavery here and and taking people as property well that's that's part of the hard part of the problem too is because i'm just not so well versed with with the history of india i know that was a colony i know they 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 kicked out the british i i figured the british were probably jerks um that's usually what they were back then i you know i always thought it was gandhi that that came in and and made it um that that saved the country basically and apparently I'm very wrong, uh, but that's all I all I've ever known um, that's about fair. Indian history. So, I I mean it's it's fair because I mean <laughs> when you live in the colonized world, you're typically not you're like whatever it's a part of the like for those of us who are in the Commonwealth, you're like oh it's a part of the Commonwealth. We don't really not until recently we didn't really dive into it to really understand the implication of what that meant and a film like this i think is really interesting because instead of centering the film around the colonizers and sympathizing with them or having anybody who's like oh i'm your 
your white savior that's going to come and save the day. Yeah. None of that exists in this film at all. Like, our, the British are the worst people ever. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I mean, not it's not too far off from the truth. I'm half British. It's okay. But um, <laughs> um, you see how they're navigating these plot points and introducing you to the, all these revolutionaries. There's that entire song and dance sequence at the very end when we're reintroduced to Jenny. And she's a part of the the song. Also slap. Like, it's fucking song slaps. Sorry, I guess you're going to have to bleep yeah. that out. But um, we're introduced to various revolutionaries. Uh, interestingly enough, omitted from that is Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. And I mean, British was rule, like, British rule in India was, like, from the mid-1800s till, I want to say, just after the Second World War. So maybe, like, 1940. That's, yeah, collapsed basically 1947 so there's a reason why british people love curry and tea so (laughs) yeah he who controls the spice sean did you have a five word i did um sorry for those who are watching i had to disappear the dog was barking and my wife's asleep so um uh, but she is awake now unfortunately because i woke her so (laughs) I am the bad guy of this story. And it is 1947 when uh, English uh, rule ended in India. Uh, Nearly 100 years. Oh, my goodness. My five word is a beautiful, sorry, not a, beautiful epic with fighting tigers. Tigers really stood out for me. (laughs) And I want all history. Wait, that's five words. Okay. I want all history like this. (laughs) <laughs> I want to see the American Revolution told through this guy's eyes. That's how I want. Yeah, I want, I want George Washington swinging through on some ropes, <laughs> you know, going across the uh, not the Hudson, the um, Delaware, Delaware, the Delaware. No, the Delaware. Thank you, yeah. Rio Grande. Yes, the Rio Grande. <laughs> <laughs> he invaded Mexico, so that we could. No, that was a different. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just we'll just create a new story. Yeah, whatever. What, well, yeah, whatever you want. Whatever, it's fine. Well, I mean, you know, one of my favorite ridiculous movies like that's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You know. Oh I mean, gosh, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Revision, yeah. Classic. It's a good time. Um, talking about like revisionist histories, I was thinking about America the Motion Picture, which is animated. I get it, but I'd also found it very entertaining. If you ever watched that one. America. I'm, no. America colon the motion picture. I've <laughs> never seen called. that. I've never heard. It's it's, huh. it's ridiculous and it's hilarious and it's fun. If you enjoy watching animated films and animated features, it's uh it's a good one. I think um I think Jason Manzukis plays not Paul Revere. Was it Paul Revere? No, I have to look this up now. Uh Olivia Munn's in it. Channing Tatum. Sam Adams is trying to take down the Brits in a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> uh, riff on the American Revolution. Oh, wow. This, this is recent. Yeah, Jason Manzuka, sorry, played Sam Adams. Channing Tatum played George Washington. Olivia huh. Munn was Thomas Edison. <laughs> Olivia Munn plays <laughs> Thomas Edison? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm watching I, I, the... the whole thing. It's really great. It's it's well worth the price of admission, and I'm pretty sure that admission is free with your subscription on Netflix. So. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, like a... I'm watching the trailer here, and there's like uh, 
RoboCop is in this as well as yeah. Abraham Lincoln swinging from chandeliers and <laughs> this looks like a good time. Yeah. This is your this is your history. You should yeah. be watching this. This is this like they should be like showing this in the school. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like you know what do we have in Canada? We have uh, our history is oh my goodness, what is our history? Oh, John A. McDonald. John A. McDonald was a pe- terrible, terrible man. Uh, he was a drunk. Uh, the famous yeah, but- story of when he was going into the Charlottetown Car- Charlottetown Conference, which is the conference in which Canada was developed as the Dominion of Canada. He was in a rowboat, and he was drunk as a skunk, and he just sat in the Charlottetown Harbor, just cursing at people. That's all he did. <laughs> Um, so that's, that was our first prime minister. And then he tried to like murder everybody. That was the other fun thing. It was really, it was a genocidal maniac to be sure he was, he was the guy that put in every known possible law that was like, Ooh, indigenous people. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can't have that. Okay. Let's make it a crime for them to exist. Okay. Women. Yeah. Don't like them. Let's, let's just make life unbearably hard for them. Oh, are you gay? Yeah. Yeah. Death penalty. Let's put that down. Are you writing this down? Because these are all ideas from my genius mind, John A. McDonald, King of Canada. When? When when was this? 1864. Okay. Wow. The beginning of Canada. (laughs) This is like the secret history of Canada that people don't even know. So maybe Canadians were like, you know, we started off on the wrong foot. Maybe, uh, Maybe we should be nicer. Maybe yeah, we should. Uh, Two hundred years, we'll just be nice to everybody else. Because <laughs> we apologize for our our uh, prime minister here. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's maybe that's it. We're trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, we do love our. We're a bit of masochists in a couple of ways. I mean, we do love our ketchup chips and. Ugh. <laughs> Tim, Tim I don't really no, like all you. dressed chips. That's like the one thing I'm not yeah. really big on. Anyway, in many ways, Governor Scott in this film could very easily be based on any given sure. Canadian uh, back then leader in the early late, late 1800s. And he's our uh, he's our MCU connection. <laughs> See? Would never have thought he plays Volstag in the Thor trilogy. What? Volstag. He's wow. the guy really? with the Governor beard. Scott. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Just give him an okay. axe instead of a gun. Yeah. Well done. Cool. Very cool, I know, right? I was seeing if there was by some chance somebody. Uh, I, I always look for the Star Trek connection, and I was, I was surprised because when I saw, you know, his wife, I was like, oh my gosh, she's, uh, you know, Indiana Jones, that's Crusade lady, and um, but uh, I couldn't find any other. There might be some other ones. I just haven't found it yet, but. There's there's some funny when you start going and taking a look at the people who are in the films, it's a delightful journey of <laughs> saying, oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. I mean, had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through a couple notes. And if anybody else has you know, other notes, I will say this, not just because of the time crunch, but mostly because of my computer situation. I only captured the one clip for the intro. Oh, I don't have a lot of clips and I didn't really know how some of it would transfer over. Like this is going to sound whatever, but I was afraid that it would come across as being insensitive for some reason. I don't know why that was in the back of my mind because it's the actors talking. I don't know why it just, it felt weird to even go through the effort of trying to record clips. So, and there's not a whole lot of funny things that are said really, you know, it's not like there's, 
The only other time that I even took the note that I should capture a clip was when uh, Lady Scott was like, I want to watch him bleed when she's like being like she's like sexualizing the torture. Oh, yeah. She was was horny for some blood. She was. She was. And and like they were like, 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 oh, hey, let's uh, let's go, you know, find ourselves an Indian later on and torture him in our bedroom. You know, it was like they had a weird thing going on, which was entertaining to watch. But um, so a couple of my intro or my clips, I mean, not intros. I, I wrote them. Um, calm. OK, some of my notes here <laughs> is. Uh, that fight scene where it's like one versus like all of them, right? It's like, oh, and then when he, he gets back in, he just gets a new stick and then everybody just backs up like, oh, this guy means business. But that's you know, because we would later on find out that they were fighting a literal God. So that's why they, they all lost. <laughs> uh, then I wrote, oh, this just turned into a bromance. Now, I did read in the trivia that the, the director said he wanted to make a movie where, you know, a, a friendship was just just all in on the friendship. And I, I know as I was watching and I thought, you know what? This seems strange to us, but maybe that's how it is. And maybe that's how it was in that time period. Sean, I would totally climb on your shoulders yeah. and let you carry me around. I I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Y'all too. can climb on my shoulders anytime. <laughs> and we'll we'll fight. We'll fight the British. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's the advantage, uh, Marie, that the three of us, you can only see us from our shoulders up. There's uh, yeah, a lot of. Yeah, yeah. You don't want us on your shoulders. <laughs> we would hurt you. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> it's all angles right now. Yeah. <laughs> in the well, it also helps that the blurring effect is like hiding, you know, it's like 30% of, uh, of each of us uh, on our cameras. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I do love. Uh, oh, I just, I also <laughs> wrote, uh, that, that was a slow ass motorcycle because he couldn't outrun a horse. Uh, well, he's a god. Yeah. I mean, he is some sort of god on a fast horse. horse. Maybe you're right. Maybe there was like an AOE effect with the uh, yeah horse, like when, like a buff. Like if he gets on a horse, then the horse becomes magical. I like that. <laughs> because I mean, I don't know. Even the bridge scene. That bridge scene you guys talked about when I came back in. The part that I thought, where I thought was going to happen, honestly, it was when they wave at each other, right? And then he just does the hand signal. And like they, in my mind, I thought, wait a minute. Got it. Are they like, like long lost brothers? Like, that's honestly where I thought this was going to go. Like, these were like brothers separated because of the British. And one grew up in the British ranks and the other one, you know, in this little village. But they taught each other this language as kids. And then they just like that's where I thought it was gonna go. Nope, they just know stuff. <laughs> like he just <laughs> they just know it. Yeah, got it. Kind of kind of like He's when like, they're oh. knocking on the ground and like I just know that. So when he was trying it. to find him at the prison. Yeah. That's our secret knock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? I thought it was just like when you're trying to locate a stud in the wall. I thought it was. Wasn't exactly. it the dance beat from from the nacho? He dance? found a stud. Oh yeah, he did. You think it was? <laughs> I think it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. That is an observation. Oh, if that's true. I don't disagree with you, but my mind is blown if that is the case. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now I want to, like, is there a way? How can we find out? You know, (laughs) I'm currently looking at how many times does. 
I'm currently looking up how many times does Beam try to set fire to Governor Scott's house? Because he does it a few times. Yeah. Unsuccessfully. I want to say three times, but I it may be only two. Governor it, it, Scott's. It also house. didn't hit me until later on in the movie, because once the movie kind of establishes, you know, the water and fire angle and that, you know, the one guy is fire. Because not only is he using, but I mean, even in the picture there, it shows Beam with fire sticks as he's uh, riding a herd of animals. But but for the most part, but then later in that fight scene when they're fighting each other, you know, uh, Rom is using fireworks and, and a fire stick and he's using the water hose. There's there's a lot of that symbolism or metaphor and it works and it really works in the movie. I, I really liked it. I thought that was just really fun that they they really leaned into it. I just almost wish that because it kind of felt like Rom when he got fire, like, again, he gained a superpower. I was really hoping, you know, Beam could be like a waterbender just a little bit. You know, like, you know, like he's, he's beat up as he gets near the water and then water, like, heals him. Because uh, he killed a lot of people. I mean, even well, when he was in the water. Like, him. Guys, let's, like, can I just reference the background image yeah. right now? This man barehanded captured <laughs> a giant tiger in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. captured him for means unknown at this point in the film later to be revealed and then when the tiger roars at him he roars back <laughs> yeah. and the tiger is then subdued <laughs> like okay I, I get it you're the alpha i'm just gonna I, like, tell you, he, I want some of like that jungle i want some of that powder that he throws on the tiger's nose and puts him asleep uh my kids would love that yeah. <laughs> <just throws> <laughs> um, I don't know if that is legal in the United States. However, well, possibly you can acquire it in Mexico. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Over the counter. I like it. Um, All right. Uh, yeah. Last couple notes. Uh, I Does did this write. Powder oh smell like. <laughs> sorry. Does this powder smell like chloroform? Can you just test yeah. this? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, the, oh, now it's a music video. Oh, I love the overreactions in movies like this. So, like, even like at the dance party, all the white guys are overly upset that the you know the Indians are coming in and like out dancing them. And I love it. I just love the. It, it just it surprise, it just surprise. Yeah, it just reminds me of those Jackie Chan movies where like they have to over emote. You know, it's almost like an anime in that way. Like you have to overdo. Mm-hmm. And I and I love it. I, I really do. I like it when movies do that. Uh, this true. this kind of movie, I should say, does that. Um, it's uh, there is something talking about like films that this is. It reminds me of very like John Woo. It's just like these movies are. Ugh, ugh, love it. I love this movie. Again, I could just. I wish I could just crawl inside of this movie and just <laughs> absorb it, make it a part of my my soul. Sure. Um. If I can make this a personality trait, I would, but I feel like that would probably only be good for a few more months. So, <laughs> uh, there's there's Being a forever. there's a fierce joke in there somewhere, but I can't find it. Um, Try it. The, you know what? Jokes get better uh, if you just let it breathe, and we've kind of forgot about it for a few hours, and then you come back with the punchline. It always <laughs> sells. Few hours. I don't think we're gonna be here a few more hours. But you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, if it occurs to you later, you just just send me a DM and just okay. write the punchline in. You I, know, I it's it's gonna I'll, hit. 
I'll think. I think the point I was just going to say is I think you're already too, uh, already fierce enough. You don't need to have this movie make you more so. I think. Oh the- look, I'm I'm <laughs> theme. Yeah. Rar. Rar. You already did the tiger earlier, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if you're gonna make an entrance, make sure you do so with four white horses in a flaming carriage. I mean. No. Hell yes. That was awesome. And again, horses are magical because of because of Rom. So and and also, uh, like everything else in this movie that has wheels on it, it gets flipped in the air at some point <laughs> yes. and used as a weapon. That is true. Yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Uh, her character got dark with the uh, and the, her character got dark, comma. She just happened to have an epic level whip. Uh, and then my last note. <laughs> This is the last note. Was damn, he made his kid shoot him in the back with the bomb. But that was that was. I stopped taking notes at that point because it was like, what do I even write at this point? This movie is insane. I, I don't even know where to go from here. But it was just so much fun. So, so much fun. I mean, like the, the storyline, Rom. You're again. You're introduced to him as this man who single-handedly can take down an Indian uprising. One man. And a thousands, thousands of people. That's how we're introduced to him. Yeah. And you see him working for the British and you think he's a bad guy. But as you navigate through the film and you learn about him through his epic, beautiful bromance with Beam, you know that there's more to him than that. And then uh, you learn about his backstory and his backstory shows that he is fighting for something so much bigger than himself that he'll make some of these sacrifices, including sacrificing those that he loves for this cause. And then Beam alternatively is sacrificing himself to try and return the kidnapped um, Molly, which is the little girl who was kidnapped at the beginning of the first scene in the movie to return her. And then he somehow learns through his love of Rom that, you know what? I can't, you know what? I should be doing more for India and I will from now on, which actually caused a lot of controversy. People were really upset by this because the character he was based on would have never done that. Oh. So people were very angry at uh, SS Rajamuli for some of his depictions of the historical characters and how he approached it. But Rajamuli went forward and said, Hey guys, guess what? You got to chill your tits. This has nothing to do with, history this is just a fun movie we put it together it's inspired by these events but it's not at all limited to that um and they like like we've said they say that many times yeah. <laughs> like literally many so. times like the fact that it opens up the film opens up with writing on the screen that says this is not real all the animals are safe everything is cgi that's that's this film the end it's inspired yeah. by yeah and uh, speaking of that intro, I just read, and I didn't realize it was this long, that we don't see the title of the film until 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah, which is yeah. which was which was shocking to me because when that happened, yeah. I thought because there's there's like a joke about when a movie does that when they they put the title after moment, you know, after a, a mm-hmm. yeah, then everything before it doesn't matter. Right. It's like the joke. <laughs> All right, so this is, guys, hang on a second. This is going to be a little weird. I'm going to change. Put your, put your clothes back on, Sean. Thank you, Sean. 
I really wanted to do a part where I just like cursed incessantly. So you just bleeped me out for like a full minute. But then I, I thought that you guys might have thought that I was just having, I was broken. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that computer has died. So there's that. So I have switched computers again. So I'm on a different computer altogether. Are well, we still recording? So yeah. impressed. Okay. That was like almost seamless. I'm yeah. I just my background changed and my camera angle changed a little bit, but now I'm on um, a different Yikes. machine altogether. It's just how well, we have time. to roll uh, roll tonight. So all right. Well, again, I don't have any clips because this is where That's I would probably okay. play a few. So any last but things we before can. we before we play our game? I one last thing for me is. Um, I, I mentioned this a few times within the course of the show is that RRR, we know it as rage, rise, revolts. I think I got mm-hmm. that. But yeah. uh, there is a rumor that it's RRR because the two stars and the director, their names are all R. Oh, oh so many different things. So yeah. there's a rumor that it's actually RRR in that this rage rise revolt was just something that they did after the fact but because it's these three bigger than life superstars that are coming together to do a film they basically named it after themselves so rajamuli um we've got ram charan who played ram and we've got nt rama rao jr who played beam so rrr I'm okay. fine with that. Yeah, Either way. sure. <laughs> I mean, the, it doesn't bother me. There, there's a lot of movie titles where the the movie title doesn't really fit the movie, and day I don't after really, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that one's kind of not works. day after tomorrow. Um, I mean, but day after tomorrow kind of works as a is a as one. I mean, uh, I'm having a hard time to think of some. Well, is I'm trying to. That's the one with Tom Cruise, right? Day after tomorrow. No. No, I'm trying to think of the one where he, he time travels every time he dies. Oh, um, uh, it's it was supposed to be called Live, Die, Repeat, and then they changed yeah. it to Tomorrowland. No, the de- to Days of Future Tomorrow. No, right? I, I can't. Now remember. I can't think of it. It's <laughs> yeah. a bad name. Is the problem? It's a really, really bad name. But it's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I'm thinking of it, like if there was titanic for example instead of calling it titanic they called it Edge winslet leonardo cameron well yeah I see, I see your point yeah yeah lwc no wait dicaprio dwc yeah i mean whatever it, this, this is i mean like what would you name this movie like if you could name it something to approve <laughs> you know like the, the 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 fall of the you know uh, the uh, Tiger Man. Continue on. You're yeah. on a roll. Like this yeah, is. Just... I'm. I'm wholly entertained right now by listening to you try to rename the movie. Is it like Tiger Gods? I yeah. don't. Know. Tiger, Tiger Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. We should do Tiger King. That's that's a that's a thing we could use, right? That's not at all Motor... controversial or inappropriate. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, the motorcycle tiger warrior, or just fire and water, or you know something. I don't know. Fire and water. Okay, Which, there's something there. Yeah, like um, yeah. I like it. There, there, there is something there. I, I can't think of what it is, but like, 
Like it almost like you almost want to do it like because it's such an epic film, like a, a George R. R. Martin thing where it's like um R R R Rise Revolt Rage a story of water and fire or something like that. It, it makes you <laughs> want to have like a subtitle. <laughs> I don't know why. I um turned on the film on my iPad in the background just to be like, oh, where do I land? And it's the dance sequence. And I love how I love how in this film their friendship is so pure. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay. Like they they say that they're wrong when they're wrong. They say they're sorry when they're sorry. They are tortured with their appreciation of each other when they feel like they've done each other wrong. They are there for each other in thick and thin. And there's like a this friendship story, which is very atypical in action films, which I just add that on the list of like the top 10 things I love about those films. Like, well, it's not a buddy cop film, basically. You know, we, we have the buddy cop where there's, there's the goofy and the straight, the straight man. Right. And this is not that they're both basically this. I don't want to say the same character, but well, Beam is a little silly because he doesn't speak the language. So like there's a language barrier thing happening and, and his buddy, you know, like they do have a little shtick at one point where he's trying to get up with Jenny and he's yeah. like, uh, how long is it going to take? Five minutes. You mean five hours? Oh, yeah, it'll take five hours. Oh, buddy, can, can you give me a ride? No. You mean yes. Yes. You know, like, like that's like that was some yeah. funny stuff. going uh, Stuff. Funny stuff going back. It's like stuff is like stick and stick and stuff. Yeah. Um, they're helping each other pick up girls. They're yeah, helping like they're each other overthrow the this government. Like they're yeah. <laughs> this is like a true, true friendship. Yeah. First yeah. you're going to get Jenny and then we're going to kill a bunch of white people. Let's do this. You know, like I'm, I'm all for it. Guys, I'm down. We're yeah. Get your horse, get your motorcycle. Come on, yeah. let's go. Go get your white <laughs> horse and uh, imbue it with magical powers. All right. Um, so we're not going to play the game. Uh, and let's see if this works. I'm going to play this and now for some more bad news ready i hope you guys heard that but if you didn't this is where uh first of all we say this game is sponsored by hey guys this is vanessa my podcast is life paranormal with me listen as i serve you all things spirit paranormal and unexplained Join me every other Saturday as my guest host and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at Paranormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. All right, so the game is called Hey, Did You Notice? And I cannot wait to hear what Andrew has in store My for gosh, us this from week. All this three hour movie. Oh, Lord. So this game is called Hey, Did You Notice? Andrew has picked, uh, he's created five questions based on the movie itself, not trivia, but moments in the movie. And we're going to go back yep. and forth. Uh, Marie, you and I are going to play against each other. Sam, uh, you can just hang out. Um, unless you want to play on my team, whichever. Well, but, I'm, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, sorry, uh, I wasn't paying attention. Who's playing? Uh, Sam and I will play against Marie. How's that? 
Because okay. she's seen All this right. like 38 times, I think. Well, <laughs> come on, guys. Look, you're really, you're putting me at a disadvantage. I am a guest in your house. Yep. That's how, that's how I, we do things. That's right. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Go make I, your own drink and P.S. F you. I think it's, I think you'll be, uh, I think you'll be just fine. Anyway, uh, this is a game where Andrew will ask you a question. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, we have a chance to steal the point. And if you win, I will mail you some stickers. How's that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and if you don't win, I'll still mail you some stickers. Because that's, okay, that's how nice a guy I am. Because I'm actually so. surprised I haven't already. I think I was waiting for you to be on the podcast so I could bribe you with stickers. So. I think you offered it with my birthday and then I just didn't get you my address. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what happened. Blame it on the ADHD. That sounds about right. All right, Andrew, go take it away. How many weapons were fired? No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. How many bullets were used? Not including their fists. Right. Okay, Marie, you're going to go first. This is your question. What (laughs) does the young girl Molly use to decorate the lady's arm? Yes, but what implement does she use? There's a specific implement? A stick? I feel like I'm going to be very poor. It is not a a stick. Sean or Sam? My initial thought was to say like a feather, but now I think it's like... Monster trucker. I was going to say feather. So you didn't get it right. <laughs> well, I was hoping for uh, for you to be a little more specific, but I guess I can allow that answer. It is a peacock feather. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So, Sean and Sam, this is your question. How many layers? <laughs> how many layers or levels of people do? Rom and uh, sorry, Rom and Beam climb to, when they are climbing that tower of people. How many <laughs> levels of people were there? Oh my god, such a beautiful scene! It is. Sean, it's either five or six, I think. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Let's say six. It is not six, Marie. I I don't know ten. There's quite a few of them to get to that pinata. There's, there is quite a few. It is eight. Eight. All oh, right, between. All right, Marie, this is back to you. What is the name or or the brand name of the hair gel that Rahm uses to fix Beam's hair before the party? <laughs> what is the name of the <laughs> This is how he rolls. Yeah. It's the only reason I asked the question is it's on screen for a solid like five seconds, like nothing but this can. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I don't know what is hair gel. You just got to that point? scene too. You just had it that scene in on your your laptop, your iPad. What? No, I right I went back party, to try yeah. and count the people that were. Oh, it was the party after. I thought it was the yeah the uh, yeah, party. You just said the... they just got to the dance scene. Yeah. Oh, that's I just got. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to say it starts with a B, but I can't think of anything. I know Brillo is not clearly not hair gel. <laughs> All right, Sean or Sam, do you have a guess? Do you know, Sean? I, I don't know. Guess, it's like Murray's, maybe? Murray's? Yes, it is. It's Murray's. <laughs> well done. Or Murray's, yeah. Well done. You get was, stickers, yeah. my friend. I was going to go for the joke of um, uh, Tiger Balm or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Tiger Balm. 
<laughs> no, I, I caught that especially the second time because you're right. It is on the screen a long time. Yeah, it, it was awkwardly long, and I thought, well, I've yeah. got to use that. Um, oh, my goodness. It is Murray's. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> um, Sean, this is, this is your question. <laughs> <laughs> what was Beam's inmate number? On his on his jacket before he's taken out to be tortured, or on his jumpsuit, whatever that is, there is an inmate number. What was his number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Two eight six. No. Uh, oh, what is Jean Valjean's? Oh. Jean Valjean's number. That is quite the reference. All right, Maria, I'm going to swing it to you. Do you have a guess? I know. I have no guess for that. I have no inkling of what that potentially could be. I, I'm making it up. I want to say it's a two, maybe a nine, maybe a five. <laughs> well, there is a five two, in there. One, one. But it's only three numbers and it is five, six, seven. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they worked hard on that one. Five, yeah. six, seven. There we five, go. Five, six, seven. Uh, Marie, this goes back to you, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Okay. According me, I'm to, nailing it so far. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> I think you're going to get this one. So according to uh, evil Governor Scott Buxton, or whatever his name is, Probably. the bullet manufactured by the Englishman, which is shipped over on the English ship, costs six shillings by the time it reaches the barrel of the soldier's gun. When Rom's father quotes this to his soldiers, he tells them how many rupees the bullet actually costs how many rupees does he say that it costs well i mean like to be fair it was six shillings to produce but it cost one right. pound by the time it got there right uh rupees i mean do i know the conversion of one pound rupees in like <laughs> 1920 i oh maybe 60 rupees not 60 if I put on the subtitles, I'm actually at that scene right now. <laughs> <laughs> English uh, subtitles on. Do you know what it is? Well, not you. I, you well, Andrew. Know, Andrew I have no idea. I, have I, no I would idea. say eight. Yeah. He says that it costs 15 rupees to produce. Dang it. 15 rupees to produce. Um, and he goes on to say that what is it really worth? Uh talking about the life of an Indian. Um, so, yeah, Let's I think that's, I did have one bonus question. Oh. And I didn't know whether to ask this, but now that I know that you're a musician and you have some musical background, Marie, <laughs> then maybe you, can, maybe you can know the answer to this question. So at cool. the party, there is a very British march being played. Do you know the yes. name of the march? It was written in 1918. It's a British march? Yeah, like a no, I didn't almost I didn't a Sousa attention. style march, but this was even before Sousa. No, I have no idea. I wasn't. No. I didn't pay attention to that. I didn't Genre's, retain that information. She was a vocal major. That's true. I know. That's true. Yeah. Look, I can count to four repeatedly, <laughs> so get off my back. <laughs> really good at it. This is why I made it a bonus question. Um, so Sean, you you know what it is, don't you? I do, but I can't think of what it is off top of it. But I heard it and I was humming along, but I can't remember the name of it. But I know it. It it's um I have no idea. Not made of the mist. It's um um gosh dang it. It's 
<sighs> I don't know. Colonel Bogey. No. Colonel yeah. Bogey. Colonel Bogey yeah. March. Yeah. Sorry, that was my music nerd moment of the day. Yeah. Remember, Andrew's a band director, so he, he knows these things. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. the game. That's the game. Thank you. Nice. Um, that was fun. All right. It was a delight. It was, was a it? joy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was fun. Yeah. And she's she's no doing that Canadian thing again where we think she's being nice. But she's yeah. actually just saying F you. Yeah. yeah. You rigged it against I, me. I want my stickers, damn it. We got we yeah. got it on YouTube now. All the, the fingers being thrown there. Uh, yeah. Sure. We, we we can see it. Blur it out, guys. Blur it out. <laughs> All right, time for this. Not that one, this one. This is our top three. This is where I played a clip. Apparently, you guys couldn't hear, but anyway, it's fine. This is where uh, we give our uh, uh, not a score. We we do a top three, and this week we decided to do movies set in India, and Sam goes first. Um, okay. Um, the, uh, my number three, um, is one of my, my favorite kid movies. Uh, and it is the little princess. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Um, but it's, it's a good little fairy tale type of thing. Um, my number two is, uh, not million dollar baby. Oh my gosh. Um, slum dog millionaire, slum dog millionaire. Thank you. And my number one has to be uh, the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Cool. Yeah, I, I speak Sam, so I know when he's uh, when he's making <laughs> he can't get there. All right, my Marie. brain works in weird ways. There's okay. Well, this one technically one of these it's not an Indian film, um, but I do Indian love it. Film. It is. It could be set in India. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sita sings the blues, which is one of my favorite animated films. It's based on it's an animated romantic musical comedy drama. I don't know. It's a little again. It's a little bit of everything, but it's based on the the story of the Hindu goddess Sita, and it's really beautiful. And it was from like two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven. It came out, and it's just really wonderful. Um, Dev Das, which is a classic Indian film from like 2008, perhaps with Ashwara Rai. Ashwara Rai was like still probably regarded as one of the most beautiful women in the world. She was Miss World's, um, she was crowned actually as Miss World. <laughs> and um, it's a love story. It takes place over 10 years. It's it's also, I feel like it's close to three hours, but it is a classic film. If you go into a party, and you see a group of South Asian people there, and they say, what films do you know any, besides the fact you can now say RRR, if you bring up DevDos, they'll be like, I can't believe you know this film. It's so good. <laughs> it's, so good. it's very romantic. Um, and then, of course, RRR is up there, and I wager tied with RRR is Bahubali when I finally see, finally sit right, down and yeah. watch it. Now I'm going to have to go see that one for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. My three are, uh, I went, uh, well, I, I don't watch a lot of foreign films. It's going to be pretty obvious by this list. So I also went Temple of Doom as my number three. My number two is the 1994 Jungle Book uh-huh. with okay. uh, Jason Scott Lee and Carrie Elwes and a bunch of other people. The, the live action one that they did where Mowgli's grown up and kicks a lot of ass. <laughs> and my number one is Extraction. 
Oh, I forgot about Extraction. Yep. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. What's Extraction? It's a oh, Netflix so original good. stars Chris Hemsworth. It's another action. Action, it's, action, action. It, it, it was um, produced by the Russo brothers, what did the Avengers uh, 3 and 4. And it has it has a one a one shot that's about what was it like eighteen minutes long or twelve minutes long? Thirteen, uh, I think. So yeah, thirteen, something like that. One shot where they go in and out of buildings and in and out of cars. It's incredible yeah. for for an action know. scene. It's incredible to watch, even if you don't mm-hmm. get watch the rest of the movie. That that one shot is amazing, uh, and that one shot uh, led us to watch the movie Atonement for its one shot. So that was uh, that was kind of <laughs> neat too. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's I've added it to my list just now, quite literally. <laughs> nice. It's a good time. It's just an action thing. Again, it's one of those uh, you know, turn your brain off and just enjoy Chris Hemsworth being Chris Hemsworth. So, if you like yep. just some Chris Hemsworth, there you I go. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't like a little Chris Hemsworth? I mean, I, I like don't know about like his brother and Miley Cyrus. I, you know, I'm a Miley girl, but. Maybe Chris is better. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> if I have to say who I am, more of a Jason Manzoukas kind of girl. He just doesn't know it yet because he doesn't know my name. He's not on social, but I'm going to track him down. <laughs> and what's that song? Uh, I'm going to make you love me. That <laughs> 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 is not. I, I'm, I'm hearkening back to a conversation we had on Twitter where you talked about how you could rock a, uh, a Jason Manzoukas beard. Um, I could. I'd look yeah. really good in it. Yeah, I think I think uh, that back to the tiger and the fierce. I would look great if I could. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like would we get on? Yes, that's it. But don't. (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm all I'm all about what we need to do to make this work. I'm here for it, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also had uh, extraction and the Jungle Book, so I'll put those in my three slot together. Um, and then I'm going to add uh, Gandhi, which I was uh, shown, I guess I was in middle school, maybe seventh or eighth grade, way before I was able to understand what was going on. And then um, number one, I have the Darje- Darjeeling Limited. Oh, all right. It's a Wes Darjeeling Anderson Limited. So it sounds like a yeah, beverage. Well... Darjeeling yeah, probably is. Darjeeling <laughs> tea, yeah. Yeah. Does anybody else think that Sean has, looks like he has an afro? Oh. Yeah. Didn't it? It's just, well, now don't move. Yeah, don't. Well, don't you move. have to go back. Don't ruin it for yeah. all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Kind of does. Like, like this. Right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. That kind of suits yeah, it you. It blends you. in a little bit to the hair. It does. Yeah. If, if it wasn't does it for look like I have a bozo clown? Yes. <laughs> and it also works for you too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really is enjoying it very much. If you kind of like go up and a little over to the right and go up, you would fit perfectly in the nostril. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would. <laughs> Again, go watch the YouTube video for just a if, if he sniffs too hard, I'm going up in there. Yeah. You know, I'm just like yeah. trying to make out with, with beam. <laughs> the nose. You got to go a little, a little lower. You got to go a little bit lower. You're still on his nose. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now he's, now he's like about to your eat your whole face. face. Fits in your mouth face. There, yeah. I'm, so I'm okay with it. If that's, if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, he's just going to roar in your face. That's like the mating ritual. You know, he just roars in your face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Twitter had a couple of uh, suggestions for us, which is cool. Uh, your next favorite movie says, 
I wouldn't know where to begin with these, but I will say RRR made my top 10 for the year. All right. And uh, Ben Tufnell, who is at ExposePoll, who I, he's never commented on our stuff before. Welcome. All SS, oh, the director of this movie. I don't want to say his name. I'll, I'll pronounce it wrong. Rajamuli. Rajam, is that Got it? Oh, cool. I mean, I think it's, it's, I don't think the ooh is pronounced as an ooh. I think it's an owl. But look, Rajamali. we're doing the best we can with what we got available to us. And sure. I think uh, I'm I'm proud of you for trying. Oh, thank you. We'll I say mean, for I Sean, that was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly. Now I'll say it in a German accent. No. Uh, he also <laughs> yeah, says. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do any accent other than <laughs> I can do my normal this and I can go a little southern. I can add in a little bit of drawl to it and make it a little more southern. But that's yeah. about it. Like I, they, these are the two that I can do, right? So this is it. You don't speak any German at all. No, I mean I can oh, say he does. like he does. I can say Winter Schnitzel and I can say you know Bratwurst, but it's gonna be Southern German, right? It's gonna be Bratwurst and <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna derail us with the German that I know. <laughs> I mean, by all means, I mean you, yeah. you've already uh, turned this into CSR After yeah. Dark with your growling earlier, so I'm yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> Ich möchte gern uh, ein Bier und ihre Telefonnummer. Are you a beer and can I have your telephone number? Hey, there you go. I would like a beer. Ich möchte oh. ein Bier. Yeah. <laughs> I would Are like a beer. a beer. That's, that's, that's the beer. only thing I remember from my entire <laughs> six good. weeks in Germany. I hope um, that's incredible. That's really good. I was trying to, to, to hit on uh, waitresses in, uh, in Germany. So. <laughs> I hope that while you were there, you were asking, Are you a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Alternatively, here <laughs> and you have a phone number. <laughs> also, could be a good thing. Mine is "Bist du mein Vater," which is "Are you my father?" Are you which my I father? Thought yeah. Really funny words. <laughs> I learned that uh, from a German family. I used to be in dinner theater back on PEI. I'm from Prince Edward Island, which is a small island off the coast of Nova Scotia, and. Um, Dinner theater is really big there. And so there was German tourists that came in and I was like, oh, teach me some German. And they said, what would you like to learn? After after considering it for a very short period of time, I said, could you teach me how to say, are you my father in German? They're like, yeah, absolutely. Because I just thought it'd be funny if I was in Germany. And they're like, do you know any German? I was like, yeah. Bist du mein Vater? And then they go, nein. Nein? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm mean, uh, not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to laugh at me uh, and Sam and Andrew with that, well, mostly Sam and I, our 400th episode, we do a game where I we we all try some different accents and it was bad. It's yeah. a good time. It's funny. I mean, we we don't I'm we sure don't get great. offensive, which is good. So that's that's the that's the most important part is we didn't offend anyone. Um, yeah. You guys are pretty joyful, so I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, it goes too far. No, we usually don't. No. Uh, back to our, our Twitter guy, though. He also <laughs> says, uh, Ega, E-E-G-A, it in, it's insanely creative and bonkers fun. And Bahubali, which you mentioned, one and two, great Ooh. visual storytelling and creative action. Yay. Okay, Incidentally, good. all three of these are available on Netflix as of today. So thank you for that. Sweet. I will give that a like. As I was searching, I did see a movie that I kind of want to watch called Deli Belly. Um, 
<laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know if it's about a belly in Delhi, but it's sounds like it. I don't know. Not it has nothing to do with like like pastrami in New York. Oh man, I no. went to my be- one of my really good Delhi friends married an Indian girl in Florida in the middle of July, and it was an it was an outside wedding, and I had deli belly after eating the Indian food in 98 <laughs> degrees heat oh. and, and the spicy food. I thought I was going to die. I really did. Wow. So good. I could sit and eat Indian food all day long. Are you kidding me? Dal is my favorite thing. I love it so much. Yeah. Just all day. There's, there's a Lentils. new restaurant here in Hickory that I need to try. So. All right, I'm going to see it. if this works. Let's try this now. Oh, I don't have my clip anymore for top 10. Uh, again, <laughs> different computer. There's a lot of issues, so I picked this clip. Not a great plan. Well, hopefully you guys heard that. If not... Actually, yeah, I heard it that time. Yeah, I, I, I turned the dial over here. So that's our, that's our current top 10. Not a great plan. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it kind of fit, especially since I couldn't find the other clip. I don't know why I couldn't, but I couldn't. All right, uh, Andrew goes first. What would you give this movie from zero to ten? Gosh, like I said, I had a lot of fun with it, but it's not often that I'm able to give three hours of my life to to something. Um, not even as so, well for kids. No. Um, <laughs> are you kidding? No, I'm kidding. Um, they get all of my life. Um, but uh, it was so much fun, like I said, and I just... I would watch this again if I had more time, <laughs> but I don't. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna give this. It's it's gonna be in the sevens. Let's go seven point two right. out of ten. Okay, Marie. Okay, okay. I really enjoyed this film, so I will give it an unashamed ten. Oh, wow! It is a perfect film for you. It like was it. delightful. Delightful. All right. No problem. Sam. This movie is everything you want to go to a movie theater to see. Um, and it's everything you, you, if you ask for a movie, this thing has it. So I got to give it an 8.2 out of 10. All right. It, uh, it was fantastic. Even the second time it was still fantastic. Yeah. I had a real good time with this. There's not a whole lot you can complain about with this movie other than the parts that I complained about. So <laughs> it's, uh, well, and, and we were talking about earlier nitpicks, right? There's a few nitpicks here and there, but it's not yeah. anything detrimental to the, to the film. No, it's not. And the, the one thing that it is that we, we kind of harp on is that it was different. You know, yeah. we had not seen yeah. nothing like this, like this. In 400 and how many movies we've seen? I mean, this we've is... seen a lot of stuff. I mean, we've seen a bunch of Zack Snyder stuff that's, you know, kind of over the top. And we've seen, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of other movies that are kind of in this uh, ilk is a word, maybe. Like mm-hmm. The Forbidden mm-hmm. Kingdom with Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Like, that's a movie about, a you know, their mythology that's also using a lot of the over the top wire work. And Jet Li is a monkey and things like that, you know. So, Kyung Fury was... Yeah, um, but Kung Fury is a parody. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that that works here because this isn't a parody. This is an, 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 an earnest attempt to make yep. an action film to honor two heroes of their country. Yeah, um, they're just doing it in a very fun and creative way. So, uh, I don't really know if we have anything that we can compare that we have seen for the podcast. Again, I think, you know, 
maybe Forbidden Kingdom is pretty close. I mean, or I don't know. I, I <laughs> as weird as this sounds, almost Scott Pilgrim versus the Worldish. I don't know because <laughs> that movie's a little ridiculous, but also great yeah. in its own way. So and Canadian, and, Canadian, yeah. yep. <laughs> Canadian. It was written by somebody in Halifax. So again, an East Coaster. So even better for me, yeah. There nice. You go. I'm always looking for the North Carolina connection, and she's going to look for the Canadian connection. I'm I'm here for it. It's all I have in my life. (laughs) Well, speaking of all you have in your life, please tell our listeners where they can find your life and all of the things in it. Oh, my goodness. You can find me just wasting away on social media and uh, Instagram at Karma Cake. That's yeah, exactly. We did unite on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But you can find me on Instagram. It's quite easy. It's Karma Cake. It's like good karma and delicious cake. K-A-R-M-A-C-A-K-E. Oh my goodness, <laughs> there's a gap right there. Uh, on Twitter, it's a little different. It's karmacake.ca. You have to spell it all out because somebody else is sitting on Karma Cake and they act like they don't know who I am. But obviously, it's obviously. how could they not know? How could they not know who you are, Miss Toronto? Absolutely. <laughs> Karma cake, obviously. Um, and uh, yeah, and you can just find me. My show is Alt Pop Repeat. You can find us at altpoprepeat.com. Um, we're moving over to the big comedy network over the next couple of months once we finish porting everything over. And then you'll be able to find me there, uh, which is, again, the big comedy network, which is a new broadcaster launching out of Los Angeles. So that's pretty awesome. Pumped for it. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then awesome. I, who knows? I've got another project I'm working on called One Weird Date with Jason Manzukas, and hopefully <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the name of the show <laughs> where I'm exploring the social, uh, the psychological and cultural reasons why we have uh, celebrity crushes while simultaneously trying to get a date with Jason Manzukas. So nice. I like this again. I'm here for it. I'm here to to help you in, in any way I can. <laughs> I I will say this. I do I do actually pretty vividly remember. Uh, finding you on Twitter, you, you it was just one of those where a friend of a friend, you know, liked or retweeted, and I saw your post, and it was a it was a historical piece, uh, historical piece about women in sports, I think, and and I read it was like a yeah. seven it was like a seven tweet, you know, whatever, and I read everything. Disco, I think it was disco. I was think it, it was the, the death disco of disco. Because the think, day that disco died. Yeah, that's okay, that, you're right. The baseball game. Yeah, because I was like, "Hey, I just read, I just wrote uh, a ten-minute podcast about the the ten-cent beer night," and then I, <laughs> I forced that on you, and I think you listened yeah, to it. And I did; uh, it was I, great. And a friendship was formed ever since. So, uh, and that was exactly. like that was like back in the summer because I did that podcast yeah. competition back in April or May. All right, it was right around, it was right around my birthday. So. Yeah, and we've been uh, we've been messaging it ever since. You tolerate my slightly irreverent and over the top personality, um, and I just appreciate your kindness. And uh, you're always good for a chat, and you're always very interesting. So I appreciate you. Wow, I was not expecting that ego boost, but definitely the check will be in the mail <laughs> with take, the stickers. Take it. I really appreciate that. I was very yeah. Sweet send her some stickers. That that was worth it. I'm that gonna I'm it. gonna cut. I'm gonna clip this part out and make this now the. Uh, 
the, that's uh, your ringtone now. That's gonna be my ringtone from now on. <laughs> next, next time my Did wife is like, to... "You don't have any friends," like, "Well, yeah, but listen to this." It's gonna be the intro to the show from now on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> we, this is Andrew and I news. have no control, so <laughs> yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah, you're gonna hear Catherine's voice. This is cheap seat reviews, and then she's just gonna say, "And Sean is really nice," and all these other things. That's it. No more music. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. That That's was really it. Sweet. I mean, I could sing your name and you could make that your ringtone. Really, like, Sean, oh. pick up your phone. Sean, <laughs> pick up your phone. I could do for all of you. Oh, I, I've got go. a microphone. As, 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 as lovely as that sounds, I think I would throw my phone. Um, if... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, while you're waiting for her album to come out of ringtones that you can have, uh, uh, actually, you can find her on Cameo where she will record your ringtone for you. There you go. Uh, at, just look for <laughs> Marie. Imagine? Nobody would buy anything for me on Cameo. My mother pitying me. And she would I would. I would buy something oh, off Cameo you. to work. Can you help me use my credit card to purchase this for you? I, I, I I'd be purchasing it for myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we are Cheap Seat Reviews. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com, or you can use our link tree, linktree.cheapseatreviews, and go find our links to all of our stuff, including our socials there. Yeah, like she said, if you want to hang out with me, Twitter is the best place to do it. Uh, like from her mouth herself, I am a good conversation. So. There you go. Um, <laughs> Sam is shaking his head no, but you no. all are. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but she said it. Miss Toronto said it. So uh, that's, that's <laughs> her her word means more yeah. than yours, Sam. Even though I've known you twenty three years. Yeah. Um, but that's gonna do it. Right here. That's gonna do it for us. I'm so excited. Next week, we are. I already spilled the beans. We're doing. What are we doing? I already said it. I forgot. Little Shop of Horrors is next week. Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. And uh, we will also be celebrating nine years as a podcast. Nine years, guys. Holy okay. cow. It's yep. it, it's kind of crazy that we've, we've done it. But we have, and here we are. So. Yeah, what, what year did I say that I would have to get circumcised? Was it? What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what? Do you? Sorry. Are you having tried... a stroke? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I would end this with a bang there. Sorry. Yeah, that's the certainly did. <laughs> yeah, well, on that note, me. on behalf of uh, Andrew's uh, scheduled circumcision, this is, uh, uh, and on behalf of Sam and Andrew and Marie, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for the Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> You're welcome. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.